This week on Inside Motorsport, we look back at all the action from Darwin and the V8 supercars. I hope you'll stay with us. Two races up in Darwin made up the Triple Crown, and for one race it was luck that Rick Kelly thought was his determining factor. You're not wrong. I remember thinking 2003 or 2004 in the Kmart car, I had the round here in the bag and a little $2 brake bleed nipple actually come undone and I speared off at turn one with the brake failure and, uh, and didn't get the win, so I think this is Darwin's little repayment. On Sunday, another enthralling battle with mixed tyre combination between soft and hard, it saw drivers going every which way at different stages of the race. But the win was eventually taken out by New Zealander Shane Van Gisbergen, who picked up his second win of the year. Oh, it's just awesome. Um, we started a long way back, 12th, but um, to come through the way we did, we did sort of a glory strategy to, to um, put the softs on at the end. We got a lucky safety car and come through with the win. In the Indy cars, it was Dario Franchitti who picked up the win at the Milwaukee Mile. Yeah, first 112 laps. I was, I was, the car was great on the, on the start. Initial laps, I could pull away the first lap, you know, good, good sort of 5, 8, 10 car lengths. Um, then the balance started going away a little bit. Uh, Tony was coming, I could see him coming along, usual Tony, bit by bit, patient. And then when he got up there, very aggressive, but not in a, not in a bad way. Typical, you know, just love racing with Tony. You can trust each other, you know, big moves, but you know that oh, it's going to give you the room necessary to race. And so that was, uh, you know, at one point Tony got by and, and, and kind of took off. And then um, um, Elio, I guess, jumped us on the pit stop, both myself and Tony, and uh, then proceeded to block on the restart as usual. Man, what a typical crazy Milwaukee race. Not an inch, you know, not an inch given. It was, uh, it's cool to be back here. Really good and good for the team target. And, uh, you know, and the, and, the, and the colours are downy this weekend. It was a good day. And then to, to tie Rick for a number of wins, that really is uh, pretty crazy. Well, joining us as we enjoy his company so much, it's SBS Speedweeks, Richard Crowell. And Crowley, it's uh, an interesting weekend you enjoyed up there in Darwin. But before we get to that weekend, I want to talk to you about Formula 3 and the most iconic circuit in motor racing, well, in Australian motor racing, the Mount Panorama circuit at Bathurst, because the news this week that you uh, took great delight in talking about was F3 to the mountain. Uh, yeah, thanks, Craig, and very nice introduction as well. Uh, yeah, great news, isn't it? Very, very exciting indeed. And, you know, I think when you look at Bathurst and you look at the categories that race there, probably the one that's been missed the most is uh, wings and flicks open wheelers you know real racing cars as some would say craig and i think everyone that went there in march for the formula one demonstration went gee this could be pretty exciting if it ever happened and uh it is next year formula three will race at mount panorama it'll be one of the two meetings promoted by yeehaw events either the 12 hour or the uh, easter bathurst motor festival uh and yeah i mean it's a hugely exciting thing for the category it's you know, one of the most famous racetracks in the world. And it's going to be an international feature, I've got no doubt about it. We've already been in touch with uh, Carlin Motorsport in the UK, one of the best F3 teams anywhere in the world, who have said they'd like to send their drivers down to a backless race. We've had contacts from right around 
you know, the global Formula 3 community talking it up. So it's hugely exciting and, you know, I think it could be not just a massive thing for Aussie F3, but for F3 around the world, you know. this um, I had one person tell me today that it will be the uh, Australian version of Macau. So that's a, a massive thing and, you know, it could be uh, hugely exciting for the category. All right, both dates that you've talked about, one at the beginning of the year in February, the other one at Easter, which means it moves around a little bit, it's not as fixed. How does that schedule in to the World Formula 3 motorsport calendar, which, of course, is where you're going to draw these high-quality teams from? Mm, well, obviously, the 12-hour weekend is going to see Formula 3 better, but obviously it's been announced fairly late, and I know for a fact that that event, of which I have some involvement, uh, has already confirmed a lot of its support categories for that weekend. So it might not be a possibility for next year. Maybe next year we go to Easter, we run there, get some runs on the board, as it were, and then go on. Certainly earlier in the year is going to work better for international competitors. But Bathurst is Bathurst. Uh, there's generally not a lot of motor racing on globally around the Easter long weekend, so it's traditionally a weekend off in a lot of places. So there's still that potential that people might be able to come down for the weekend to race and then go home after it or go to other racing commitments after it. Um, I think from a logistics point of view, earlier the better. But we've got to play that by ear and, and see what uh, the promoter can do and see what sort of arrangement can be reached and then sort out the international problem and uh, getting people, excuse me, in and out of Australia. The appeal for earlier in the year, Craig, is that the Toyota Racing Series wraps up in early February and there's already a dozen international drivers in the region for that. They could then come straight across to Australia, race at Bathurst, maybe a couple of other races and then go home before the start of the year or the start of the European season. So that's an appeal but uh, that's something that we need to just take as it comes and uh, see what sort of an arrangement we can get with the promoters of Bathurst events. Mm. Well, joining us now is Morgan Harbour. And uh, Morgan, you had a third place in your debut outing in the Suzuki Swift series and coming in third place at Malala. You head off to Winton for the next round and obviously confident with the way you were able to debut in the series. Uh, yes, that's correct. Um yeah, rocked up at Malala. I wasn't really expecting um, to get anywhere. Um, just tried my best, really. Um, qualified fourth. Um, first race, I got third. Um, as, and same as well in the second race. And in the last race, I got second. And then up with third overall for the meet. Um, yeah, so hopefully I can carry that on um, to Winton. Now, you started off in carts. How long were you racing carts for? Uh, for about eight years, um, but never really got competitive um, until about 2008. Um, I just wasn't really that interested and um, only done it for a bit of fun. And in 2008, I um, competed in my first state championship and done quite well. Uh, so just went on from there, really. What has made you to decide to go to the Swift Series as opposed to the traditional path out of karts, which, of course, is Formula Ford? Well, I've done a couple of test drives on the Formula Ford um, at Queensland Raceway in Morgan Park, and I've done quite well, but just the prices are too expensive, and it's not really cost-effective. Um, like, what you get out of it um, doesn't seem to be as great as what you can get out of the Swift Series. Now, of course, with the Swiss Series, it has got a television package, and obviously, after getting a third place in your first outing, that has helped with your prospectus for sponsors. Uh, definitely, yeah. Um, 
been trying to look for some more sponsors now and uh, you know just been getting a, a, a lot of feedback from um, people and a lot of comments um, just um, on how well I've done um, so it's quite surprising yeah it doesn't take much does it to be an overnight sensation no it doesn't what are you looking for going to Winton I, I take it that you haven't had many opportunities to get around that track previously no well I've never really raced anywhere. The only tracks I've been to are Lakeside, Queensland Raceway, Morgan Park and, and Mellala. So um, they're just hoping to get there, uh, learn the track as quick as possible and get on the pace. Now, are you prepping your car yourself or are you just going into a fully prepped car to race in this series? Uh, well, we are going to prep um, the car ourselves. Uh, we have not yet... Um, we do own, um, own the car and um, are looking to set it up for ourselves. And at the moment, um, Trans-Tasman Motorsport are still looking after a car for us. Well, we wish you all the best with the event coming up very soon. And uh, it should be an interesting outing, just firstly getting familiar with the car once again and then on a brand new track. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Morgan Harbour joining us there on Inside Motorsport. The Suzuki Swift Series, as well as the rest of the Shannon's Nationals, are all scheduled for Winton Motor Raceway this weekend. And that's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Till next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.